Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. Have a seat. Have a seat. Um, um, I want to pro- I, I, I speak today from a subject of, of uh, more money, less problems. More money, less problems. Now, now I know I'm on, um, on PA stage, and I can say this. Uh, Biggie had it wrong. <laughs> Biggie said more money, more problems. But when you serve a God that I serve, and if you can steward, and if you ask God for the wisdom and for the knowledge, we can have more money and less problems. Now, I'm not saying that we're not going to have any problems, but when we govern ourselves by what the Word of God says, any problems that come, I'm not fighting them by myself. I'm fighting them with the wisdom and with the knowledge that God himself gave me. And the reason why I was broke at 18, 19, the reason why I was broke at 24 was because I wasn't asking God for the right things. I was asking God for all of this to impress people, but I wasn't asking him, well, God, before you give me this, how do I steward it well? Um, a little bit of my story, because some of you all don't know me. I got 32 minutes. This ain't my house, and I want to come back because I love, I love, I love it. I love it here. I grew up in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Y'all pray for me because ain't nothing in Fayetteville. Ain't nothing in Fayetteville but my old church, my old school. Lord Jesus, outside of that, I'm like, what's in Fayetteville? Respectfully, I love everybody who served under Fort Bragg. God bless you. I'm still not going back home. Anyways, those of y'all don't know me, man. I graduated from, the, I believe, the best high school on the planet Earth, Southview High School in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yes, ma'am. It's just me and you. It's just me and you. Lord, everybody like, Fayetteville, Southview? I'm just me and her. It's me and her. Graduated from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, and uh, I went to an amazing church. Man, that, that guy is still an amazing, plays an amazing role in my life. True Vine Ministry, Bishop Ernest Jones, grew up um, in a church that uh, he came from. Yes, ma'am, Bishop, yes. Just me and you too today, just me and you. Well, I'm loving this church. Y'all just talk to me. Yes, just talk to me. Um, um, he, he, Bishop Jones, True Vine Ministry, is, uh, is Pentecostal. Pentecostal, right? It's Pentecostal. You know, you know we're going to run around the church all night. Uh, we went to church Monday. I don't know why. Went to church Tuesday, don't know why. Wednesday, midweek Bible study. Thursday, choir practice, try God. Friday, Friday night, joy night. I'm still confused. What was joyful about going to church on a Friday night? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to be respectful because his daughter is here. I don't want to be disrespectful. <laughs> Saturday night, it was evangelism time. Sunday night, we in church service, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, back at 7 o'clock at night. Pentecostal. That's Pentecostal. I'm talking about we running around the church. When mama looked at me, I knew I better start running. If not, she's going to come get me. I knew when I got paid, give God his 10%. But they never told me what to do with the other 90. I knew when the pastor came up to lay his hands on me how to fall out and fake like I'm falling out. But I didn't know when I, when I got the other 90, what to do with the other 90. No one taught me how do you start a business, but they taught me how to run around the church. They taught me how to fake shout. They taught me how to look good when I come to church, but they didn't teach me what do I do with the money that I have in my pocket. And one thing I love about what PA and it's a major church is doing is he's spending time to not just shout you, but also give you the wisdom and the knowledge. And so I go off to college. I go off to college. I leave Fayetteville. I go out to California, Lone Beach, Lone Beach State, the beautiful, beautiful state of California. Lord Jesus. I couldn't date here in Fayetteville. I don't know what dating was. Can't even tell you what a girl looked like back in them days because it was just wasn't of God. So can you only imagine what happens when I go off to college for the very first time? 
and I walk onto the college campus and I see all these beautiful ladies. I, I'll show you exactly what it looks like. I'm like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh, what's your name? Antonio. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? And while I'm walking onto the college campus, y'all know the very first thing. I'm not knocking credit cards, but y'all know the very first thing they give you, right? Uh, Why you walking up? They jump out all the banks. Get this, get this, get that, get this. Get this credit card. I'm going to give you a free large piece and a free T-shirt. And I really didn't want the credit card. I just wanted the free food because I was broke. Get the credit card. Can I be honest with y'all? I didn't steal it right. I put $150 on the very next day. Took a young lady, Red Lobster. <laughs> all you can eat biscuits. Yeah. And she had all you can eat crab legs. Now y'all know, I mean, these young people, Red Lobster? That's like McDonald's, ain't it, mama? That's, that's... Red Lobster back in them days, y'all, was like going to Real Chris Steakhouse today. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. You walk into Red Lobster, you walk in there with a full three-piece suit on. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Get the door, son. Get the door, son. <laughs> Pastor, God bless you. Yeah. I mean, you was balling if you went to Red Lobster. Very next day after Red Lobster, I took it there. I said, you know what? Uh, let me send him some flowers. Went to 1-800-Flowers.com. Sent her $150 worth of flowers. Y'all pray for me because I don't know if my wife will ever get flowers from me. I'm just, I'm just depressed by that moment. Then the very next day, man, I was online to pledge this one particular fraternity out there in California. I wanted to say the name of it, but they wear red and white. Um, they told me, uh, if you want to impress her, get her a purse. I said, okay, I'm going to get you a purse. So I'm, so I'm going to go down to Walmart, get her this little purse, and call it a rock. <laughs> Again, this particular fraternity, red and white. Um, it was like, no, nah, you don't do that. Go over to the mall. I said, go over to the mall? I said, what mall? Go to the mall, go to Dillard's. When you go to Dillard's, get her this thing that's called DB, Dooney and Burks. $200. My first credit card was only $500. <laughs> I'm already maxed out, and I haven't even had a car for 24 hours. PA said something I'm so good in his first sermon series. He's like, hey, if you're going to put in your credit card, you got to have a cash pay up your credit card. I ain't had no cash. I was broke. But no one taught me what to do with my finances. No one said, here's what a credit card is. Here's what interest is. I'm thinking I have free money. No one gave me the wisdom. No one gave me the knowledge. So before I was even 19 years old, I am broke. I am $35,000 in debt. Mama, daddy getting bill collectors to call them looking for me, and I'm in school. I remember um, 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 I made one small payment. And uh, I was like, oh, this is what's up. I spend 500 pay $35. This is what's up. <laughs> so it was like, hey, son, we see you in school, so we're going to up your limit from uh, 500 to $1,500 because you made your payment on time. I said, well, look at God. <laughs> I said, boy, they said, steward a little, he'll enlarge that territory. He so did. Not even 45 minutes later, that thing is gone. I wouldn't put, I mean, you ain't got to say it like that. <laughs> I went, man, I'll never forget. I went, and my mama looked at me. She said, boy, you don't need that credit card right now. You are very young and immature. I said, mama, I'm a grown man. I'm not even going to look at my spiritual mama because she'll probably, I already know what she did. We don't promote violence here at Word Overcomer, so I'm going to skip over what happened next. But when I got up off that ground and my mama, you know, was looking at me, I told my mama, I'm a grown man, I got it. Y'all, I went and put a $1,000 sound system in the back of my black-on-black -black 1987 Nissan Maxima that could not even go in reverse. So I sound good moving forward. But going backwards, boy, listen. To this day, when I squat, my left leg is the strongest leg out of them all. Because for a year, we pushing back that car. Wisdom. Knowledge. I was getting information from the world, but I wasn't getting information from Pastor Andy. 
I was getting information from BET, from MTV, from my peers, but I wasn't getting information from the body. Ended up homeless for six months of my life. Thought about suicide, thought about is God even real? I'm questioning the love of my parents because I'm like, wait, y'all didn't give me all the tools necessary to win. And the truth of the fact is they gave me what they knew. And as I matured and as I evolved, I was like, wait a minute, I'm not upset with you no more because you can't teach me what you don't know. And I was like, well, okay, how do I get this right information? So I started doing my own research. I started studying. I still made mistakes, but y'all, I was $35,000 in debt. And today at the age of 39, about to hit 40, I owe no man nothing. <laughs> and before I get into this, because I want to I, I, I I wanna show you um, um, how we've been able to do what we've been able to do. I have two companies that are worth over seven figures. My personal net worth is well over seven figures, and I'm only 39. I'm just getting started. But it's because of the wisdom and the knowledge that I went after and I started understanding that if I want to build true wealth, if I want to build true legacy, it doesn't come from the world. It comes from the word of God and me understanding what does the word say about money. And so now I'm at a point to where life is great, but now I'm in legacy mode. I, 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 get, I get happy with myself. I'm like, man, you're 39 years old, boy. The things I used to like when I was 25, I'm like, I used to like that? Now I was like, okay, what legacy am I building for my nieces and my nephews? The staff members that work for me, one of them is, he's with me today, Jay. He's 23 years old. I look at him, I'm like, man, how am I going to help you become a millionaire? I don't want to be a millionaire by myself. I want everybody connected to me to be worth seven figures. Everybody that is inside a Word Overcomers church should not settle for $50,000 a year. I went viral and the men got upset with me because I said, no man connected to me if he's not striving for six figures or more, you can't be in my circle. I don't have a broke mindset, I have a wealth mindset. And so everybody should be striving for the most. Why? Because if we get the wisdom and knowledge God gives us, that wisdom and knowledge can make us seven figures, eight figures, nine figures, you name it. But if we only think I'm okay making 50,000, I'm, I'm cool. That's cool. Great. You're content. But God wants more. And so I want to give you all quick things, 21 minutes. Get your pen, get your paper out because I'm going to go quick. I'm going to go quick. I'm going to go quick. I'm going to give you the practical steps of how I've been able to do what I've been able to do. And then make sure y'all come back next week. Because, I mean, y'all, y'all sewn into black businesses. I'm a black business. And I'm going to tell you right now, every time I see my black brothers and sisters supporting my black business, it means a lot. Yeah. All right? So there, there, there's a couple things that I do. I want you to write this down. I'm going to give it to you in this order. I want you to write it down. When it comes to how to have more money and less problems... Write this down. I'm going to break it all down here in 21 minutes. The very first thing is you got to make the bag. Write that down. Make the bag. Number two is you got to give the bag. Give a portion of the bag. Okay? Off top. Once you make it, you got to give the bag. Then number three is you got to manage the bag. You got to manage it well. After you manage it, you got to multiply it. You got to multiply it. After you multiply the bag, you got to pass the bag. So one more time. Make the bag. Give a portion of the bag. Manage the bag. Multiply the bag. Pass the bag. Let's go back to number one. Make the bag. Um, you guys, I'll be honest with you. Um, a lot of us know we need a job. I would think the majority of us know we need a job. Can I tell you what else we need? Ownership. Working a job for the rest of your life just means that, how do I say this respectfully? Um, it means that you're sitting at the side of your table and you're not sitting at the head of your own table. 
The reason why some of us are stressful in life and we're struggling in life is because we've allowed our bosses, we've allowed the banks, we've allowed our peers to sit at the head of our table to tell us what to do rather than us sitting at the head of the table and we're inviting people to our table to help us build our life. You got to get to a point where as you are working, we all need a nine to five job. I had it for years, right? But your job is a tool to get you closer to your vision. And if you look at your, your, your job as your end all be all, you'll never get to the full vision that God has for you. And so while you're working your job, when you come home, what are you building for yourself? Ownership, when it comes to black people, no disrespect, white people, when it comes to black people, the only way we can truly get freedom is if we own what we have. I was serving at a job. And on this one job, I said, man, I, this, this is what I was told. This is what I was told. Again, this is what I was told because they weren't educated and didn't have the correct wisdom. Um, I was told, go get a job. Before you get a job, go to school. Go rack up all the student loan debt. Go get a job. Working for 40 years. When you're working for 40 years, buy a home. When you buy the home, retire. When you retire, you get 40% of your income to only enjoy 10, 20 years of your life? And I started doing the math, and I said, man, that's kind of boring. I'm going to go to school for 18, 21, 22 years of my life. Then I'm going to go work a job for 40 years. I'm almost 65 in. And they say on average, what do they say? About 75, 80 is when we start to see life tend to come down. I'm like, well, if that's the case, I only can enjoy 10 to 20 years of my life. That doesn't sound like God. But that's what we were taught. And now I'm like, well, that's backwards. Okay, cool. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get the education, whether that's trade school, whether that's college, whether that's whatever kind of school. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, um, four-year degrees is not required for everybody. I'm sorry, parents. Education is, education is required. But a four-year education is not required to be a millionaire. You can send them to trade school. Tech is the number one career field that's making net worth millionaires right now. You can go to a boot camp, pay $450, nine months of school, now that kid making $100,000 at 21 years old. And he didn't have to spend $100,000 to get a four-year degree to make $45,000 a year. You see, we got to get the wisdom and the knowledge and the system and the strategies to start building wealth. And so, so, so if we're going to make the bag, what's the strategy of how we're going to make it? What's the strategy? Uh, can I be honest with y'all? Oh, Lord, I don't want to get in no trouble. Don't put this clip up. White people got strategy. Black people, we just got creativity. We are the hardest working, most creative group of people, but we have no strategy around our creativity. And I'm like, why? We got all this talent. We, we make white people rich because we know how to be good and look good and do it all, but they got the strategy. Okay, I see what that brother can do. I see what that sister can do. Hold on a minute. You keep on doing that right there. People, let's get, let's get the strategy. How we turn that into make us a billion and pay them a half a million. So if we're going to make the bag, we got to have a strategy on how we're going to make it. Why are you not sitting down with your kids and saying, son, daughter, um, what's your gift, what's your skill, what you want to do? Okay, wait, let's go sit down with PA, let's go sit down with FIRST, let's go sit down with somebody, let's come up with a strategy on how do we best use your gifts and your talents to make us money for our family. The world wants you to go to school and rack up all that debt, that student loan debt. I'm not knocking it. Is that what you want to do? But is that the best strategy for you? Or is that the system that they taught us and we just reduplicated it? So the strategy for me is, okay, what do we need to do? Um, I don't do nothing in my company without a strategy. Jay, my new guy, he came to me, he brings me all these ideas. Cool, great. What's the strategy? I'm not just trying to make half a million one time. I needed to make me a half a million a quarter. What's the strategy? What's the strategy when you're going into your job? Are you going and you're just going to get the check, your check and you're settling for that? Or are you bringing that check home, and how are you flipping that and investing that into your business? 
I remember I got a check from the boss, and it said, A, it said the name of their company. I don't want to say the name of the company because I still love the boss. He's cool people. I want to keep that relationship good, so I ain't going to put him out there like that. Um, it's smart. Strategy. Um, <laughs> it says his initials, his family's initials, associates, LLC. And I looked in the mirror, and God looked at me and said, when is it going to be AO, LLC? What are you doing for AO? I put the gifts and the talents and the skills on the inside of you. What are you doing to do with that? And I said, God, you're right. So now my strategy was let me go to work. Let me come home. Stop dating all these girls who don't have no value to me. And put that money into me. Build the business. And as I'm building, I will pick right. Because not every woman can handle a man who's growing something of substance. And that weaves out all the other stuff. Single ladies, as you're building something and as you have strategy, um, you're building something. Not every man can handle a woman of substance. And so the strategy for me is you got to make it. Get, use your job to fund your business. Fund your business. You build your own business. And eventually, now you step out, you have ownership. Now you have something you can pass down. Now, once we make it, here's number two, because I'm giving you some practical stuff. Just you can have, you can do this thing today. You got to give a portion of your bag. Stop being selfish. Let me tell you, man, the greatest thing I do with my money is I give 10% of it away off top. I don't play around with it. It ain't mine. I don't play around with it. Before I give a woman anything, I don't care if we're going out to dinner. If I didn't pay God his 10%, we ain't going to dinner. Because I want God to know he can trust me with what he gives me. And can I keep it real with y'all? When I give God his money, I'm like, here you go, God. <laughs> You want to send some more? God bless you. I'm real with him. Like, God, you can trust me. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what did P.S. say last weekend? Um, if you want 50, if you need 50 to live off of, ask God for 500 million. I don't play with him. God, you want to bless me with 100 million? God bless you. You know what I'm saying? I like you. I ask and you shall receive. I have no problem saying, God, I want to be a billionaire. Because I'm showing him with the millions that I have now. He can trust me. When I had 50,000, he could trust me. And the reason why some of us are broke is because God can't trust you with the 50,000. And you're asking God for what? A pay raise. You're asking God for what? More money. But you're not asking God for wisdom and knowledge so he can trust you with more. So now every time I get money, God, what, what's the next step? God, what's the strategy? As I'm giving him his 10%, as I'm sowing into him, and we're going to come back to this because they say by 2053, all of us who look like me will be broke. Our net worth will be zero, and I bind that in the name of That's not my kids. That will not be my wife. That will not be my family. Because I can't be sowing, and God going to tell me I'm broke. I can't be giving God his 10% and then some, and then I'm going to look like that? That's not the God that I serve. That is not the God that we serve. So I give instantly. I don't play around with it. It automatically comes. I told my CPA, hey, listen here, when I get a check, take 10% of it out. I don't even want to see it. I, this flesh, I see that money. My flesh is going to be like, where is that going? <laughs> I don't play with it. And can I be honest with you all? That's 10% of my money. I give 10% of my company's money away in our tithes. Because God, I want God to bless my business. And so, and so we give the bad, 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 we give 10%. Give 10%. Not only just 10%, we give offerings. Um, how many of you all, by the raise of your hands, by the raise of your hands, you want to be, you want your net worth to be a million dollars? Raise your hands, raise your hands. Cool, great. Hands down. How many of you all in here believe that, you know what, hey, I, I, I may love my career right now, I'm, I love what I'm doing, but there's something else on the inside of me that I know I could do the career, but I can start this business that's going to generate true legacy and ownership for me and my family, if that's you, if you got something on the inside of you you want to do, you're already doing, raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand. 
Okay, cool, great. Um, you all should have received. You all should have received. We're going to do this from the very, from the very beginning. I just feel led to do it. Uh, y'all flow with me. I'm sorry. Uh, but I just, I just, I just, I just want to do this. Um, 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 uh, you all should have received a card. Uh, a note card. Note card. Note card. Note card. Right? Uh, I'm going to take out that note card. Uh, don't write nothing on it yet. Don't write nothing on it yet. Um, <clears throat> I'm saying this humbly. Tanika and Jessica, my little sisters in here, they know me. Man, I was crazy. I was a knucklehead. I was just, um, I wasn't a wise young man when I was younger. I made a lot of dumb mistakes with my money trying to impress people. And it cost me a lot. I tell Jay, one of my, my youngest staff members, I was like, man, you're at 23. I wish I had this information at 23. As soon as, he, as soon as he joined my staff, anything that I said, he does it. I said, bro, by the time you turn 30, you're going to be wealthier than me because of the information that you're getting now. Not just because of financial. See, wealth is not just money. It's not just money. Um, um, all of my millionaire friends, I have one billionaire friend, uh, Mark Cuban, um, who, who speaks into you know, my life. And, and, and he said something that was so good to me. And I was like, wow, that's just amazing. But when I look at all these millionaires and billionaires that, that have the opportunity to be around, they focus on three things when it comes to legacy and wealth, human capital, intellect capital, and financial capital. Write that down. Write that down. When it comes to leaving a legacy, the very first thing is human. PA talked about it. Relationships. H how are we passing down connections to our children? How are we passing down relationships to our children? Human capital. How is the relationship with your family? Then the next one is intellect, wisdom, knowledge. Are we passing down the correct information, wisdom to our kids, knowledge to our kids? Then number three is finances. And, and um, I, I, I was talking about this stat, and uh, y'all, I'm just going to be honest with you. My family ain't got nothing to worry about. Because I've started moving in a different way and asking God and getting the wisdom and getting around people who are smarter than me and wiser than me. When I get in the room, yeah, I mean, okay, well, I can talk seven figures. But when they're talking about investing eight figures, I'm like, hold up. I ain't there yet. But keep talking because I'm listening. Because by 2053, my family would not even have to worry about being part of that staff. And I believe, here's why. I believe it's because I'm a tither and I'm a listener. So let me say it one more time. I'm a tither and I listen. What did you say I need to do with my money? Okay. Invest it. Invest in the real estate? Okay. Invest into this company? Okay. God, what did you say I need to do? Trust me? Okay. So on that card, I want you to write down your number. I want you to write down what is your number of net worth you desire to have before 2053. As a matter of fact, we ain't going to wait to 2053. In the next 10 years, what's your desired net worth? I don't care if you're drowning in debt right now. I don't care what's going on in life. What's your, your, what's your desired net worth? What is that number? Is it 20 million? Is it 10 million? Is it 50 million? Is it 100 million? I don't care. My sweater says God size goals. I'm not asking you what's your goal. I'm asking you if God touches your goal. If you have a God-sized goal, what is your desired net worth? What is that number? I'll be 40 next year. You know what my number is? By the time I turn 45 in the next five, six years, in one particular investment account, I want $15 million in that account. Here's why I want $15 million in that account. It's because I'm going to live off of the compound interest that it returns to me. And I'm going to give and pass down in my legacy the principal to my kids. I'm not living off of the 15 million in that account. I'm putting 15 out million account for my kids. But the interest, my God, that's a nice little check that I can live off of. I want you to write that down. I want you to put your family's name on that. I want you to put your family's name on it. And when you have it, I want you to stand up. When you have that, I want you to write down the number. And then I want you to stand up, put your family's name on it. And when you have it, stand up. And don't share it with no one else. If, they, if, they ain't, if, they're, if they're not your spouse, that's none of their business to know what your number is. That's between you and God and your pastor.
If this message has blessed or encouraged you, feel free to visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast and learn more about WOCC or donate to the ministry. This enables us to continue to impact the kingdom in the best way possible. Now, I feel led to say this. Some of y'all need to go back to that card and change that number. Some of y'all being too safe. Some of y'all being too safe. Some of y'all don't have a God-sized goal. You trust in yourself. Nah, put the number on that you know you need God. That God got to come in and be like, okay, I got you. And this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. PA, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I just felt led to do this. PA ain't tell me to do this. I'm just going to do it. Um, and I want you to grab an offering. What I want you to do is put that offering and attach it to that. And, if, and we can put something on the screen. I know y'all may have, like, giving on the screen or something like that. I want y'all to put that on the screen for me. Because, listen, I don't care what that offering is. We're going to sow into this ground, into this soil, because the world is not going to dictate who we are. And so I want you to get a seed attached to that wealth number. What is that number? I'm giving $1,000 into this ground with my number. Because I believe if I sow into the kingdom, God has to make sure that's not me. And we're going to go through the others. Because we're going to pray like it all depends on him and we're going to work like it all depends on us. But we can't just say, God, here's my prayer and just move on. No, we got to believe it. We got to stamp that thing. And so what I want you to do, I don't want you to move yet. If you're married, grab your spouse's hand. Because y'all going to come put it up here on this pulpit. And before I leave today, I'm going to pray over it. I remember when I saw this shift for me financially. It was when I started being a better steward with my income, with my faith. It didn't start because I started making more money. It started because I believed the God that I serve can do it through me. And so this number that you're putting on here, which I'm giving you all some more time to change that number. Because I don't want you to come up here with a safe number. Faith is something that you have to have God for. I don't want to do nothing that I don't have to have God for. Can I say this? Oh, I'm going to get in trouble, Lord Jesus. I don't need to pray and ask God for a house. I already have the resources that he's given me to buy a house. I need more income so I can buy apartment complexes. But I don't need to pray and say, God, can you bless me? My credit is already straight. I ain't got no debt. I just got real estate. You already gave me the income to get. I already got a job. I already know what's up. I don't need to pray for that. I need God, God give me 100 million so I can go buy apartment complexes. So I can put elderly people into quality homes. So I can put young men who just got out of jail into quality homes and give them opportunity. That's where my prayer is. And so some of us, we only put the small things on there. God has said, I already gave you the capabilities of doing that. You can do that right now. Pray for something that you can't do without me. And so listen, because I only got, oh, I got one minute and I got five more things. Lord Jesus, y'all bear with me because I just want to do this and I'm going to give this other seven down your way. I promise you. I promise you because I promise you what you're about to do right now is going to activate it spiritually. Um, 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 and I'm so sorry, P. I'm so sorry. Uh, but... Um, um, I'm not really sorry because God told me to do it. And I love that, man. Uh, but listen, I want you to grab with your spouse. And, and, and if you have a kid, young people, grab that card. Put your number on there. I want to be a multi-millionaire mom and dad. Good. Start speaking at your life right now at 15, at 10 years old. All right? And so what you want to do is come up here real quick. I want you with that offering. Now, come up here with something because we got to activate this. I'm putting $1,000 into this thing. I'm putting my number into this thing because I believe that God is going to do that way before 2053 comes. And when, when we see other people struggling, <laughs> you should have been a word of a If it's not a word of a you should have been down with the kingdom. 
I gave you enough time to change the number. Y'all come. Y'all bring it, put it into these buckets, put the card in there, put your offering in there. If you don't have cash on you, if you don't have a check on you, I want you to go back to your app and I want you to put it, cash app, however they're going to do it, ways to give. You know, I want you to sow. I want you to sow. Jay, wherever you are, I need you to stop, man. I need you to pull out that card too. Do something. Put your number in there. Put it in there. Because I just believe. And this, I love this, pray together. That's what I'm talking about. I'm seeing husband and wives come up here together, holding hands. I'm seeing single people come up here. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, young man, young man, how do you? You, right? Young man, how do you? You 11 years old. What's your dream? What's your number? 17. You want 17 million? Okay. How much you put in now? Tell me. What's the number? You gave $53? At, how do you give? 11. You know what? Jay, where my phone at? You gave 53, I'm gonna give you $500 today. Now, because I just believe in the fact that you're gonna be wealthy. You got cash out? You got Apple Pay. How do you? 11 with Apple Pay. Oh, Jay, go back and get my phone so I can pay this young man, get this man his money. Hey, man, shake my hand. I'm shaking the hand of a millionaire. I'm shaking the hand of a millionaire. That's your mama? You gonna make your mama wealthy. I promise you, you gonna do it. Next time somebody asks you what you give, you just tell them and you be bold about it. You hear me? $500. What you gonna do with that first $500? You don't know. You gonna save it. You gonna give God another 10%. Give me my phone. Hey, uh, stay right there, though. They're going to give me my phone. Yeah, keep, keep on coming, y'all. I'm going to give him his money. I believe in Sony and the young people. Y'all hurry up. Now I'm going to get in no trouble. Y'all keep on coming, though. This is good. This is good. This is good. I love this. I love seeing couples walk down here. Y'all encouraging me. I'm telling you right now, these single streets is for the birds. I love this. I love seeing these young, young couples holding hands, tight, praying together. You got my phone? There you go. There you go. Let me get this man his money. You know, young black man. I like it. You got your own phone number too? Are you gonna give it to, give it to your mama? I like you. I was about to say, how you 11 years old with a phone? Come on now. You got a phone too? 11. Lord Jesus. Type your number in there. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Y'all keep on coming. Y'all keep on coming. Then I'm gonna give you the rest of this stuff. This is gonna be good. There you go. Oh, you're giving back 20% to the Lord. Well, come on, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. All right. $500. All right. You know what I'm saying? I want the people to say, but that man ain't getting no $500. No. I don't believe in being stingy with my money. I saw this young man come up here, held his mama's hand, dropped it in there, and there you go. You got your money, young man. There you go. There you go. This is good. We take our time for this. See, the enemy doesn't want to see young people and all people giving. The enemy doesn't want to see people believing for wealth because he knows when the kingdom gets wealthy, we can do way more ministry. We can do way more impact. And so when you're impacted at home, the kingdom's impacted. So I love, I love this. I just love seeing husband, black husband and wives. Lord Jesus, y'all pray for me. I was almost, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> I ain't going to say that. I'm not even going to say that at all. All right. Because I almost gave up. Anyways, we're going to keep on going. We're going to keep on going. I love it. All right. Get out your pen. Get out your pen. Get out your pen. I'm going to pray for this at the end, but I want to give you the rest of the stuff, practical stuff. Give me 10 more minutes. Give me, give me 10 more minutes if we can, if that's cool. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, for those of you all who are watching online, I totally forgot about y'all. Um, um, sorry. 
sorry. You know, when you got this big of a platform, I'm so sorry. Hey, online people, y'all look good too. Yeah. Um, if you definitely want to give, please, I want you to write your number on a piece of paper. Write your number on a piece of paper. And, and when we pray over it, we're going to pray over it. But I want you to go ahead and sow that seed right now. And so it should be on your screen already. So sow that seed as well. Uh, but hey, how you doing? Look at you. Okay. I love this. He walk away holding her. Black man, you better let her know. Black man. What? Okay, PA. That man ain't playing. She was here smiling. I'm white, but I still love you. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Anybody else? Hey, don't be shame. Come on up here, young man. Come on. Is that your little sister? I like her. She putting in money too, huh? How you doing? Put in that money too. You know what? I like y'all. I like y'all too. Man, hold her tight, brother. Hold her tight. I love it. Um, let, let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. Uh, We're going to pray at the end. We're going to pray at the end. Um, here's, here's the next thing. Manage the bag. I want you to write this down. Manage the bag. Manage the bag. Manage the bag. All right? Manage the bag. And so um, what we're going to do is we're going to collect these up right now. Okay, cool. Great. Um, we're going to manage the bag. Manage the bag. Manage. Yeah. I ain't worried about nobody coming up here. I'm sorry, you can leave that money right there. They come up here. Oh, geez, we got security all around. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Ain't no money going nowhere. Because it's really not about the money, it's about the number. It, it, it's the number that's important. So now, after we, we just gave, watch this, we just gave a portion of the bag. We just sowed a seed, all right? Now, we're going to manage the bag. Now, here's how we manage the bag. There we go. I'm going I'm to meet that clock. Here's how we manage the bag. When you have the other 90%, you have to write the vision and you got to make it plain. Okay? You have to write the vision and you have to make it plain. Listen, there's nothing wrong with budgeting, you guys. When I hear people say, I don't have to write no budget. The budget's in my head. What? That, I, I, I'm confused by that math. Because um, if that was the case, then we all would be rich and wealthy. But I'm, I'm not going to speak about y'all because it's not y'all in here. But I don't know about y'all, but I used to get my paycheck on Friday. And on Tuesday, I'm looking at my account like, where the money go? Where, where did all that money go? It, it went somewhere because you didn't tell the money what to do. The money was telling you what it was going to do. A lot of people think that we can uh, plan our future. Our habits determine our future, not us. And if we don't develop a habit of really writing down the vision for our money, what we're going to do, how we're going to invest, how we're going to grow it, then our money disappears because we didn't tell it what to do. And so we have to manage the bag. I'm going to give you a simple step of what I use every single month within my businesses, my CPA does it with my money and everything. I manage the bag. I budget the bag. I want you to write this down. Write down income minus expenses equals zero. It's simple. Income, child support, job, business, side income, whatever kind of income you have coming in, alimony check. You got you a good man and he giving you some money on the side. Write it down. <laughs> Lord Jesus, y'all laughing, but some of y'all know, some of y'all may be giving y'all $500 a week to get your hair done. Lord Jesus. Write all the income down and then list all of the expenses. I got this app. It makes me look Thinner. That's an expense. Whatever that app is, whatever that expense is, your haircut, your nails done, your car, whatever that expense is, anything that is going out, watch this. Your tithe on paper is an expense. Your investments on paper is an expense. So anything that goes out, you write it down and you do this before at any month. And it should equal zero on paper before you spend a dime in person. So I'm telling my money, hey, you're going over to tithe. You know what? This is Pastor Appreciation Month. I'm sowing this into Pastor. I'm sowing this into First. I'm, I'm going to sow this into a young man that I just saw, or I'm going to do this. Okay, now I'm going to pay all my bills over here. I'm going to pay this bill. I'm going to pay that bill. You know what? I'm single, and I want to go out on a date, so I'm going to put a single dating line item on there. Okay, cool, great. Now, when I hit that number, I can't go over it no more. At the end of it all, when it's on paper... It should equal zero. Here's how the wealthy do it. Once we do that, we don't really change the budget. We don't change the budget. 
Now, you know, PA done got on me before for this, but I don't change my budget for my dating item. Because if I can't take you, you know, somewhere just to get to know you in the beginning, you probably ain't my wife. If I got to spend $500 on you on the first date, you probably ain't my wife. So on my dating line item, I know it, ladies. I'm, I'm sorry. But on my dating line item, it just, I don't spend no more than $100. That's my budget. Because let me tell you the truth. PA said it. Y'all are impressed with the money. But at men of my caliber, it's my time. So I can go out there and spend $500,000 on dinner. That is nothing. But the fact that if I'm going to sit here, listen to you on the phone, take down notes, figure out what you like, what you love, and figure out and create a creative experience and take you an experience that only costs me 100 but it feels like 1000 you got my time. And wealthy people value time more than we value money. Broke people exchange time for money. Wealthy people exchange money for time. So I'm sitting here like, y'all are impressed with $500. Go ahead and get that broke man because that's exactly what he's going to do. Me? No, I'm going to spend a couple of weeks listening to you on the phone. And what I've learned is my budget, it weaves out the ones who don't understand that. Because for a single people, the pick matters. And my budget, which is my vision for my money, lets me know if she's the one, if he's the one, and if they're not the one, that's fine. I'm going to keep on moving. And so when you have a vision, your vision pretty much leads you to what's coming up next, which is how do we multiply the bag? Now, I'm going to go over some numbers, and this is going to be real good. You got to do some more research. You got to really dig into this because here's how we make the money. 2053, we're going to be broke, they say, because we're not investing. We're spending it all. 2053, we're going to be broke because we don't have a vision for our money, and we're not sitting here, and we're not investing into the right things. Now, let me tell you if you have a job, because I agree uh, with, with Pierre when he said this, like, yo, listen, if you have a job, you're just managing. We all got to be in a season of managing. How do we steward that managing season is important. And so if you have a job right now, I'm going to give you some things that's going to help you start the process of building wealth. So when you do get into the season of now you're owning something and you're running it, you had a clear runway and you maximized that season that God had you in. And here's how we do it. Write this down. I'm, I'm, I'm about to give you some numbers. I'm going to give you some numbers. Let me pull this up uh, because I got six minutes. Six minutes. Oh, I love this. Man, I love y'all. Um, and I got, I got to eat too. Brunch is a little bit. Lord Jesus. Um, write this down. Write this down. Invest into a Roth IRA. 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 This year, you can put $6,500 into it. Put this number down, $541 in a Roth IRA. I'm about to show you this, and y'all just going to be great, and we're going to go home. All right? So Roth IRA. Wisdom, knowledge. Then 401K on your jobs. 401K. And once you're on the 401K, I want you to write this down. Match beats Roth. Roth beats traditional. I'm going to say it again. Match beats a Roth. A Roth beats traditional. Match simply means if I'm putting in 5%, my company is going to match that 5%. That beats a company who doesn't match it, but I'm giving a Roth. But a Roth beats traditional because Roth simply means I've already paid taxes. So as I'm growing and as I'm evolving and as my income is growing, I don't have to pay taxes at that rate. I'm paying taxes at this rate. But a traditional beats nothing. Okay? Because you have compound interest. So most companies today are doing a match Roth 401k. So what that simply means is you're getting 5% free money plus the power of compound interest. That's beautiful. So a Roth simply means you're paying taxes on it right now. So if you're making $40,000 right now, you're paying taxes at the $40,000 rate. But if you're making $150,000, whatever you are in that season, whenever you design to retire, you have to pay taxes there. 
So now you got that. I'm going to put $400 there. I'm going to give you the math. I'm give you the math. Put $400 into your 401k a month, 541. Let's give me examples of math. Give me examples of math. Um, let me tell you something that, that a lot of young people sleep on. Um, I tell all my young people, um, uh, I don't do PPO plans on my company. We have high deductible plans. The reason why we have high deductible plans is because the majority of my staff members are 30 and younger, right? I'm the oldest, by Lord Jesus. But even me, I have a high deductible plan. Why do I have a high deductible plan? Because I want an HSA account. Amen. I want a health savings account. A health savings account is one of the best kept secrets when it comes to investing. Because I can put in uh, $100 into that HSA account. I don't pay taxes on it. If I have to go to the hospital, I can use that $100 that I didn't pay taxes on it to pay that bill. But let's say if I'm healthy and I'm not going to the hospital that much and I just go for my yearly checkups and a little code here and there. Let's say I got $1,000 in that account. I can invest that money. Now this thing is growing and I ain't pay taxes on it. Now you're trying to tell me when I turn 60 years old, I ain't pay taxes on this money. They say by the time we turn 65 to 75 years old, we're going to need $300,000 just for medical bills. Well, why not think about that when I'm young and save the money towards that time and I didn't pay taxes on it? So if we just do the math, if you invested $500 into a Roth IRA, if you did $400 into your 401k, if you did $150 into an HSA account and you let that sit there for about 30 to 40 years, here's the math. In your Roth IRA, you're going to have $1.2 million. In your 401, you're going to have $877,000. In your HSA account, you're going to have $339,000. How much is that? $2.5 million. We're not talking about your business season. We're just talking about you maximizing your management season. That's it. So if you just do that while you're maximizing, can you only imagine what happens when you have your business and now you're getting into the steps, you're getting into all this other kind of stuff. You got real estate sending you money. Now we're maximizing that season plus this season. And how do we multiply it for our kids? Write this down. Write this down for your kids. Listen, your kids should not start where you didn't finish. I'm going to say it one more time. Your kids should not start where you didn't finish. What I mean by that, my kids will get an alley hoop. When, wherever I stopped, I'm throwing them an alley hoop. They're, they're going to start way ahead of me. If I stopped at 100 million, they're starting at 150. Why? Because I'm positioning them now. I don't even have any kids. I ain't met their mama yet, but I already got a 529 account. Y'all laughing. I'm serious. I can't, I can't be single and not maximize this season God has me in. So I asked my financial advisor, I said, yo, what are the tools that I can do right now to position my kid before I met her mama? What can I do now to set her up to win? She said, well, you can open up 529 just put that to your trust. I was like, I can? She's like, yes. I said, what if they don't go to college? Well, you can always turn the 529 into an IRA. I said, well, what happens if I die and I don't have any kids? Well, you can have the beneficiary be your trust. The trust and the executive of your trust can push that out to your nephews, to your niece, or to whomever. I said, really? And as y'all know, in the state of Maryland, 529, strategy, wisdom, knowledge, you got to do your research here in North Carolina, that's a tax write-off for me. I'm sitting here like, well, wait a minute. Why are we not getting this information? So write this down for your kids. Open up a custodial Roth IRA. A custodial Roth IRA. Right now, that young kid, I just gave you $500, man. You're going to give God 20%. I want you to take and tell your mama you want to open up a Roth IRA, a custodial Roth IRA, wherever you are. I think he was over here somewhere. Uh, you're going to put, there you go, uh, put $150 inside a custodial Roth IRA. Okay? Okay? Custodial Roth IRA. You should be doing that for every parent in here. Then you're going to open up a 529 savings plan. 529 savings plan. Then you're going to open up a brokerage account. Then you're going to open up a high-yielded savings account. Then we're going to open up a custodial account. I want you to think about this. When I have a kid, I can pay my kid about $6,500 a year, tax-free. Tax-free. I'm going to pay it to him. I'll let him keep $1,000. i am like, P.A. Son said, hey, 
you going to school, 80% back to him. Hey, son, we're going to give God 10%. I'm going to let you keep a little bit. But we're going to put this money into a custodial Roth IRA. We're going to invest into your future. Because they say by the time African Americans pass, we pass, leaving our families with bills and benefits, and our benefits are only enough to take care of parts of our bills. But it's not enough to transition into wealth, into legacy. Did you know if you can just give your kids $5,000 a year and you put that inside a custodial Roth IRA that they cannot touch until they're 60, that is $2 million. That is $2 million of you thinking about your kid when they were young. If God ever blesses me with the opportunity to have any kids, do you know how great it's going to feel to look at my son, to look at my daughter when they was born, talking about I already knew you, I already knew you were coming, and I was planning for your days ahead long before you came. Our black kids need to know what it feels like to have wealth. Our black kids need to know what it feels like to have affluent. Our black kids need to know what it feels like to have options, but not struggle. I hate it when I hear parents say, I got two minutes. I hate it when I hear parents say, oh, you got to struggle like me. You got to get it in the mud. What kind of parent are you? No. My kids will understand the struggle. They will know it but they will not be living it. They will not be living it. I'm tired when I see them videos and they line up all of our kids, with all the black kids in one line, all the white kids in one line, and ask them 10 questions. And when they start asking the 10 questions, how many of your parents are making six figures? The white kids step forward. The black kids are looking around like, ooh, ain't us. How many of your kids are, how many of your parents are in jail? The white kids don't step forward. The black, I'm like, oh, what world? I said, you know what? Run that play back with my kids. Run that play back with my nieces and nephews. My black kids will be at the front of that line. My black kids will be looking behind them saying, oh, okay then. That's how we pass the bag. This is how you build seven figures. This is how when you make the bag, give a portion of the bag. Once you give a portion of the bag, you got to manage that bag. You have to be on the budget. You got to stick to the budget. You got to have a vision for your life and make sure that it's congruent with the vision of your money. As you are managing the bag, you're multiplying the bag. You're investing the bag into real estate, into businesses, opportunities. Next week, when y'all come here and all these black businesses, don't come here with no money. Don't come here smiling in prayers. No. Go in your purse, get your wallet, and support black businesses. Because if they're not winning, we're not winning as a whole. And it bothers me when I hear people say, well, 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 I mean, they could have done better. I'll pray for you. No. Prayer. I, I, I'm going to pray like it all depends on him. Now, give me some work. Work, work, work. And I promise you, yeah, you can start playing. I like that music. Yes. I like this piano. Man, this, this word of coming. Y'all all right with me. Maybe want to get back in the pool pit. Lord Jesus. Um, um, this is my thing. Everyone's standing. Everyone's standing. Everyone's standing. I'm going to pray for you. Pray over your money. Pray over your, your number. I didn't have enough time to get into this because I want to be sensitive to the time and sensitive to, to the room and to the house. But let me, let, me, let me tell you this. When it comes to passing the bag, when it comes to multiplying the bag, a portion of that is protecting the bag. And oftentimes in the African-American community, we don't talk about really protecting our inheritance. And I want to encourage you all to, 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 to simply sit down. I want you to write this down. I want you to talk about this, especially this single mother over here. I want you to look up the, the word estate plan. If you don't know what that is, I watched the, the service from last week, and y'all had two amazing, two amazing, brilliant people up on stage. And they talked about having a trust. They, they, talked, about, they talked about this stuff. And I'm telling you right now, I won't say the particular name, but there was this pastor. PA knows him personally. I know him personally. He said, you know what, Anthony? This year alone, in 2023, my church has buried over 400 black families. Out of the 400 black families, only 20% of them 
had an estate plan and life insurance. So this means that 80% of these individuals did not have a life insurance policy, did not have an estate plan of what to do with their assets. And so they had to resort to GoFundMe. And I'm like, why are we that way? So when it comes to passing the bag, protect your bag. Get an estate plan. Get life insurance. Sit down with a financial advisor and figure out what is the plan and what is the strategy. Do not mismanage the season that you're in. If you're in the season of working, if you're in the season of college, if you're in the season of education, I don't care what that is. I don't care if you're 21, 22, 25, 19, 50. Manage the season well. I had an emotional day yesterday as I'm praying because my, my brother had a baby. I'm the only sibling without no kids. I'm the oldest. And God said, you're just in a season of managing. Keep managing well. Keep investing. Keep sowing. Keep building. I don't know where I'm going to be at in 2053. I don't know where, where God is taking me. But I do know this. Whatever that next season is, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm believing for it. And what you all have just done here and what you all have just sown into this, you all have just put the number there. And I don't know what God is about to do with your life. I don't know what God is about to send your way. But what I do know for sure, when it comes, it's going to be tremendously blessing. It's going to be tremendously so big. You're going to be like, who is this? And it all started because you had faith and you believed. So, so grab, your, grab, grab, grab your couple, grab, grab your couple's hand. As a matter of fact, uh, grab, grab your neighbor's hand. I want you to grab, grab, grab him by the arm, lock in, no matter what that is. And I'm just believing that, and listen, I'm going to say this too. If you didn't have a time to come up here, drop that hand and come up here. Don't miss this opportunity. I'm believing that your next season is about to be a season you won't even recognize. I'm believing that this next season of your life it's going to be a season you have to ask, like, is this you, God? Because you didn't see it this way. You didn't imagine it this way. But God is saying you believed in me. And I believe in you. And here's what I'm going to ask you. When you get into this next season, don't go by yourself. Grab that hand and bring them with you. You making a million, help them make six figures. You make two million, help them make their first million. Don't allow God to bless you and you don't bring somebody else with you. So, God, as we are holding that hand, God, as we are all speaking together and all we speaking and believing, God, I believe, God, that what is in these envelopes, God, the offering that we served, the offering that we gave, the number that we put on this piece of paper, God, we are believing that, God, you're going to make it happen. It's going to come to pass. We know what analytics say. We know what stats are saying. We know what people are saying. But, God, we believe what you say. And we believe that you will not, will not leave us. And, God, we're thanking you right now. So, God, as they're squeezing their spouse's hand, you, God, you give them the strategy. God, you give them the system. God, you give them the wisdom. You give them the knowledge. Keep their creativity there, God. But, God, I'm just believing that some people put a certain number on there because they were scared. God, I'm believing for tenfold of that. I'm believing, God, that you're going to shock them and their tithes and offerings are going to be amazing. That they're going to be able to live off of 20% and give 80%. That they're going to make other millionaires because they believed in you. So, God, I'm asking you, God, to touch my brothers, touch my sisters, be with them from wherever they are. Bless that business. Bless that family. Bless their lands. Bless their children. Bless the legacy, God. So, God, we thank you. God, I thank you for this house. I thank you for what they're building. I thank you for the land they're going to get. I thank you for the building that they're going to get. And, I, God, I thank you in advance for the millionaires 
that are coming out of this house. God, we thank you. God, we love you. In the name of Jesus, we all pray and we all say amen. And Put amen. your hands together if you heard a word today. Don't move. Don't move, please. I'm going to let you go in two minutes. Moses had to climb the mountain to get the tablets. He, the Lord could have gave him the, the stuff in the valley, but he made him climb because wisdom comes down. Wisdom comes down. Now, that was powerful, and you sowed. But, and of course, this will be online, and we'll have... I know if you're, if you're like me, you're thinking, I wish I had that tape. I'd go buy the tape because there was so much that came from Roth IRAs to IRA to HSA to da da ba 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 It was good. But, but, no, it was so good, so good. But just like last week, it gives you a glimpse into the mind of people who see money differently than the way we see it. Right, Cor? It's just... I almost wanted him to say that again, that, that broke people give time for money. And wealthy people give money for time. Now, this is church. We're trying to introduce you to the ideas. You need a financial planner. Everybody say, I need a financial planner. Everybody say, I need a financial planner. No, that's weak. I said, say everybody, I need a financial planner. This was a great big general thing, but you need to sit down with somebody and you need to say, okay, this is what I make. This is what I tell. This is what I have. This is what I don't have. And let the wisdom come down. You can't just get wisdom because you think you're smart. You can't just get wisdom because you've got some followers. You've got to let somebody speak into you. You've got to share with somebody. Get some wisdom. In all of your getting, get wisdom. Come on, in all of your getting, get understanding. Oh, help us, Holy. In all of your getting of the Holy Ghost, get some understanding. This sounded like tongues to some of y'all. We'll go get the interpretation. Get the interpretation. We shouldn't talk about money and you're like, I think it was Ross. I think it was, I, I need a rice IRA. If you're like, what is this raw thing you talk? Right. You cannot be blessed without knowledge. Amen. All right. So glad you were here today. So glad you sowed. So glad God is about to make you wealthy in the name of Jesus. I, want the, I don't just want the biggest church. I want the richest church. Sorry about that. Come on, put your hands together. It's going to take faith. God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're so good to us. Dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. For everyone that watches around the world, may we connect, God, through your, through your word and through this medium. God, thank you that you're taking us higher. You're taking us deeper, but you're taking us higher. Help us dig a hole before we build this house. Dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. Cover us with your blood as we leave, as we go home, as we sign off, as we step forward. Lord, we've gone over every single week this whole month, and it's a good thing. It's overtime because we need to learn more about what you're saying to us. And so, God, we ask you to bless your people. Make your face shine upon your people. Be gracious to your people and give them peace. In nomine patri et fili et spiritu sancti. Have your way in us. In the name of Jesus, be God in our situation. And we'll praise you for what you do, what you say. You're worthy. In Jesus' name we pray. We all said together, amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. Thank you for coming to church today. Hopefully you were blessed and encouraged by this message. Visit www.worldovercomers.church podcast for more information on WOCC and events that are coming up. Maybe we are coming to your area soon. God bless.